in the wonderful world of Revenant, Alaska. And it's been a little bit. Things have, you know, sort of been popping off in our respective personal lives. So it's good to be in this space again. How we all doing? Pretty good. 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 Doing okay. Other friends? Okay, good. Yes, great. <laughs> Love to hear it. <laughs> Tim, how you doing over there? I am good. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Love it. Okay, so just to recap real quickly, last time, uh, you guys were all going about your various Monday mornings. It's a fresh start to a brand new week. I was about to say today is Sunday, but it's not. Today is Sunday. In in game, it is Monday. I got really confused for a second. As it was last time we played, which was also on a Sunday. Let's not get too confused here. Don't cross the streams. Okay, so we are in our game now. Yeah, now it's Monday. Okay. Monday is the day that it shall be. And the day of thine counting shall be Monday. Thine shall not count to Tuesday. (laughs) Okay, we get it. Nor Friday, unless continuing straight on through the weekend. So it's Monday. All right, so it's Monday. (laughs) Some uh, interesting developments as of last time, most notably that um, our one and only Siobhan is now the effective acting park director of the Gates of the Arctic Ranger Station. Yeah. We're all very proud of her. It's a well-deserved promotion. Uh, Additionally... All three of you were going about your morning business when you suddenly, at the same time in your disparate locations across the town, felt this tremendous movement of the earth under your feet. I feel the earth move (laughs) under under my my feet. feet. Yeah. And then it ceased and you were left with no clues as to what just went down. So... So, Siobhan, yeah. uh, you are still at the ranger station where, I guess, former park director, Adam Kennedy, and also Billy are. Mariah, you were at the library with Isabel. And yes. Martha, you and Ben had just gotten to the diner. Correct. Also, Alex, yes. just to kick this sucker off, I would really like to connect the dots. Okay, sure. Go ahead and do that roll for Let me, me then. roll real quick. No. Oh, no. No. Huh, I rolled a five, so I guess I don't get to know anything. Oh, no. Oh, beans. I mean, you could always spend a luck point. Yeah, but then what's going to happen to me? Well, do well you how only many luck points do you already left? have? No, I've only used a couple, but I have... It's up to you. I, I mean, I'm not going to pressure you. I have one, two, three. I have four luck points left. Oh, I thought I'd use a lot. Okay. I've used two. Yeah, I've used I've two used as three. well. Hmm. Well, okay. I'm just going to not know anything, I guess. Okay. I mean, this is like, like, what, our sixth arc? To have only used three luck points is not that big of a deal. That's true. I'll, like, ask my... But it's up to you. I don't want to pressure you. I'll reach out to my internet friends later. Okay, sure. To get some special information. Sounds good. This is not relevant. I just am looking at my movies right now, and I need to make sure I don't forget about some of these... Because I've always, I think I forget a lot that I have suspicious mind. Oh yeah, big mood. We were looking at playbooks earlier, and there are some moves that Siobhan has that I just totally forgot about. I also forgot that I definitely have the thing where if I seek out and receive someone's advice, and then I do something else, I get to mark experience. 
Right. And oh, if cool. I do the exact opposite of what they tell me to do, then I take plus one on going on any moves I make pursuing that. Oh my gosh. Which is such uh, a Mariah of, mood. It's so good. Speaking of experience, mm. um, Mariah, we talked about your level up improvement, uh, your advancement, I guess it's a technical term, um, off mic. And yes. we'll get to that in the course of this arc. But okay, yeah, dude. why don't we go ahead and talk about the moves that Siobhan and Martha took? Because you oh, right. both took some pretty interesting ones. And I'd love to sort of get that out of the way now so that we all have more incentive to remember them. And if we don't get to them, yeah. then people at least know you they guys exist. You took moves sure. from another playbook, right? Yeah. yeah. Martha, why don't you go first? Tim? Yeah. So I took um, Power of the Heart, which I think is from the Mundane playbook. Yeah, it is. Um, and it's just when you're fighting a monster, if you help someone, then you automatically roll a 10 on that roll. Um, yeah. So that'll just be... We, we end up helping out each other a lot, or at least mm-hmm. trying to, so I thought that would be a good thing to do. Um, yeah, I love it. I think it's a totally great Martha move to have. And it's yeah. just like, it's a cool move to have in your in your playset. It's a good one to stick in your back pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I chose Mayhem from the Summoned playbook. It's so uh, good. The Summoned playbook is basically like Hellboy or Ryuk, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, mayhem when you grab a nearby large object and use it as an improvised weapon first determine how much damage it will do so they have like a list of suggestions so uh, they had like if it's a fire extinguisher do like two harm if you pick up a bus it might do five <laughs> harm um, so it's really loose and I really like that I can just do whatever and use it as a weapon That's um, fun. but in addition to it, um, after you inflict harm with the weapon, roll plus harm your weapon actually caused. On a miss, you use it without trouble. 7 to 9, choose 1. On 10 plus, choose 2. And they are all different side effects that we'll get into when I actually heck up. And, and they're that. like horrific consequences. So the more Some damage of them you are. do, so the more damage you do with your improvised weapon, the more likely you are to just like mess stuff up. And I love it so much. Well, yeah, one of them that. one of them is one of them is hurt someone uh nearby as well as your target. Uh-oh. So, mm. yeah, that could be very bad. Yeah, yeah. so when hey, when Siobhan wild. just lifts her van off yeah. of the ground and chucks it at a monster. Exactly. Things could go wrong. It could kill the monster, but also I might hit one of you with just a van that I threw. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, hey guys, hey guys. Also, yeah. uh, this is not. This is just me like looking far ahead. But next time I level up, I think I might. Spoilers redacted. Yeah, so I, I'll decide later if we're going to keep that discussion in or not. I think it's oh, yeah. interesting. I just don't know if it's like super plot relevant. And then the other thing I was thinking of while we were talking about this real quick, um, Andrew, and this. Maybe something you want to decide on right now. Maybe something you want to decide on later. But you were talking about the mayhem move and, like, throwing buses around. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm not sure how appealing that actually is to you. It's not. No. The the move is designed to be that. Yeah, right. Obviously, I would tailor it to the character. No, 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 totally. And I get you. But I'm just saying, like, do you want Siobhan to have enhanced strength? Um. Not right now. Okay. I don't. I don't yeah. think I do. I think that could be a really right cool now. development. 
And I was actually thinking that when you said pick up a bus, I was like, oh. Yeah, no. or like maybe not a bus. Like that might be a bit extra, but like so, maybe. Yeah, so yeah. If, if I were to use a bus as a weapon, I would be like driving the bus and trying to hit somebody with it. Totally. You know, but like, so, like if there vehicles. Was a- I also definitely can see not even in a superpower way but you know how you always read those news stories about like a mom um, lifting a car off her like (laughs) injured child yeah I thought about that for a second too maybe I think we know this already I think (laughs) I was gonna say I'm a little offended you asked but you know (laughs) (laughs) okay cool so those are our advancements and uh, that'll serve us well moving into the next arc. I think that'll be pretty cool. The one last thing I want to get to is that we're going to try something with this arc, and it may end up being a total wash, in which case we'll phase it out immediately, and you'll never hear about it again. What are are we trying? But it may end up working. We talked about it a little bit earlier off mic, which is that um, I want to do some stuff here with flashback sequences, and I think the way that I want to roll this is as we progress through this mystery, because this one's going to be a little bit more of a slow burn, it's not going to be quite as much, you know, intensive timeline, immediacy, urgency, like getting to the monster before a bad thing happens. This is going to be more of like a sort of piecing together things from your surroundings and like figuring out a bigger picture. And so as that goes on, if there are moments when you want additional context to something or you want to maybe see if you can uh, hone in on a detail that you're not seeing in the present day, you can invoke a flashback. And what we'll do is then we'll build a flashback scene together and we'll play out that sequence. If it becomes relevant or reveals something about the plot, then you'll get a hold that you can spend one for one to either use as a hold on... Uh, like an investigate a mystery or a read a bad situation whenever it's relevant, or just take as like a plus one forward to your next roll. Hmm. Cool. Um, or if you want, you can spend a luck point to ask me directly a question that you want the flashback to answer, and then we'll just do it. We'll just answer that specific question. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's just something that you have available to you. There might be one or two instances when I say, hey, this is a really good chance to do this, or like, I have a cool idea for something we can do here, and then we'll we'll work through that. But that's just kind of something I want to explore in this space, and I think this is a good arc to do it in with like a bit more wide open space in terms of navigating the scenario and playing with the looseness of this time structure a little bit. So uh, we're going to give it a shot. And again, it may work, it may not. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Cool. So that in mind, um, who wants to get started? Who wants to pick up the threads of this scene first? I'll go. Siobhan will go. Okay, great. I will do it. I will take the ring tomorrow. Okay. Uh, set the scene for okay, me. Okay, so there was just the uh, the little tremor, right? And all of the, mm-hmm, exactly. all of the trees were like shaking like there was wind or something, right? Yeah. Yes. Did, I, did Siobhan notice the trees were, were moving like that? Yes, okay. you did. Um, I think she thinks that's like really interesting and wants to check it out. But I think her first um, instinct is to make sure that Adam is okay and Billy is okay. You know, being in a car during an earthquake, sure, uh, I think is not great, right? Is, don't they tell you not to do that? <laughs> not totally yeah. ideal. Um, again, you, I think, would notice from your surroundings. There's no damage on the ground. Okay. There's no, like, 
cracks or fissures anywhere. There's not any significant debris um, that's fallen. It doesn't seem as if anything has been tremendously shaken up or fractured. I think the only damage you might notice is maybe like, uh, maybe one of the steps down from the ranger station, like porch has come uh-huh. loose. So like there definitely has been an impact. You didn't imagine it. It wasn't like a mm. like a mental thing. Like it did really happen, but it doesn't seem as if there's been any significant upset okay. here. What? What was that? Now, is this you intentionally attempting to play out yes, the dialogue? Yes, I am, t- I am talking to Adam. Okay, great. It looks like a situation, director. There you go. Thank you. Okay, um, what do I... What do I do? Adam, <laughs> what, what do I do? He laughs a little under his breath and says, Trust your instincts. That tends to be your most valuable tool in this position okay um okay what do you think you should do next i'm gonna i could call in riley and ben and see and like go with them to i don't i don't maybe like call the radio station do we have a seismologist in town (sighs) those all sound like good starts to me there may not be a seismologist in town, but I'm sure you can find one somewhere in the state. Okay. Okay. I'm going to radio Riley and Ben. Do you need me to stay here? No. You you go. I'll... I, I clasp him on... Uh, uh, I guess clap him on his good arm shoulder <laughs> and say, I got this. I know you do. Okay. So I'm going to go and radio... Ben and Riley and have them come in and uh, meet me and and we're going to try and investigate a little bit. I think I'm also probably going to uh, contact um, Mariah and Martha and like ask them if they felt that too and like if they know about anything. Okay, great. But I didn't want like my first act as acting park director to be, mm-hmm. let me go contact these two civilians I know. <laughs> yeah, totally fair. Uh, all right. Do you guys want to directly play out either of those calls or just sort of advance to the next plot point yeah. of interest? Yeah, um, I'd be down to if either of you guys are. Yeah, I think we can go ahead and play them out. All right. So, okay, great. Yeah. I'll... <sighs> okay, guys. Does anyone have a fucking beeper? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know Ben has a radio. If you call Ben Ben. on the radio, yeah, Martha is there. Okay, so you're with Ben. Um, Mariah? And then... I'm in the library, or I was... Yeah, I'm with Isabel. Okay, does Isabel have a radio? Um, Well, the library has a phone, right? The... I believe the library library has a phone. phone. The library has a landline. Then I'm going to first radio Ben. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ranger Ben, come in. This is uh, acting director. I don't know. That sounds weird. This is Siobhan. Uh, Acting director? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Hey, 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 Siobhan. Yeah, did you all... Wow. Busy morning, huh? Yeah. uh, You could say that. Did you all feel the, I guess, earthquake? Yeah, yeah, we definitely did down here. Up there, too? Yeah, up here. Could you 
Are you? Did I hear Martha in the background? Hey. Okay, that's it. Yes. All right. Yes, you did. Great. Can you both get up to the station, like, ASAP? Yeah. Yeah, um, we were headed there. Great. You want coffee? Always. All right. uh, We'll be there in 45. All right. Yeah, meet you here. Over and out. (laughs) Over and out, director. That's a thing that I say now. Okay, now for real, over and out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll see you soon. All right, and then I'm going to call the library. Bring, 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 bring. Bring, 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 bring. (laughs) Bring, 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 bring. Yeah, sorry. I guess I I should. I kind of hope they give up and go away. Um, All right, so I, I pick up the phone. Uh, People's Truth Library Revenant. Uh, hi, M- Mariah. Oh, yeah, Siobhan. Yeah, did you all just feel that earthquake? Are you okay? Yeah, we did. Um, we're okay over here. I have no idea what the hell just happened, but yeah, me either. Um, could you? I'll have I'll have to reshelve some stuff, but so far everything's pretty much okay. Oh. No, I'm sorry about the library, but I'm glad that you're all okay. Um, could you make your way up to the ranger station up here? I just want to get everyone together and, like, talk about things and what it could be. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, let me look over some stuff really quick over here, but, um, yeah, I'll be there soon. Okay. Click. Click. <laughs> <laughs> So, turn to Isabel. Hey, that was... I think I need to go. Uh, oh, okay. Do you... Do you want me to... Stay here, or... Um... I, I'm not sure how long it's gonna be. Are you... Are you staying at the... At the motel? Yeah, yeah, I have a room over there. Okay, um... I'll... I'll come try to come by there later or something. I'm not sure how long this is going to take, but um sorry, I just uh No, no, it's it's fine. You have, you know, things to do. Um room 7 if you get the chance. Okay, thanks. So, uh Alex, I'm going to get your opinion on this narratively. Sure, yeah. Uh, do you think I have time? To pull like a to pull like some notes or something to like investigate a mystery a little bit and have something to bring to the table when I go meet my crew or no? Yeah, you can tell me how much time you're spending. So, okay. Um, again, like whatever urgency you're feeling right now is a result of Siobhan's urgency asking you to get there. Do not feel pressured yeah. by like the structure of the mystery as a whole. So okay. however much time you think Mariah would realistically take to investigate this, that's fine. I think probably about an hour. Like, just, like, pull okay. a few titles. Because, like, I think at this point, not saying she's an expert or anything yet, but I think at this point she's got kind of enough experience with the formula to know, sort of, she's got the library, knows specifically which things she needs to pull to check out. Yeah, and I think that, like, Mariah is genre-savvy enough by now to realize, like, this is sort of the expectation of her, right? That, like, if Siobhan is calling a team meeting, that she's going to show up with information. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Totally. Okay. Okay, so let me roll. 
to investigate a mystery. Um, I will just go ahead and... Yep, what did you roll? Um, Sorry, you're going to go ahead and say what? (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and tell me what you rolled, and then we'll... Okay, I rolled a nine, and then investigative mysteries plus sharp. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so that's... Okay, so that's a 12. (laughs) Hell yeah. Nice. Um, Okay, so I will just say that right now, um, you're probably going to get slightly less satisfying answers from me than if you wait and spend the hold slightly later, because right now all I can give you is answers based on your information, which is fine, just that you haven't investigated your surroundings very much yet, so any answers you get are going to be based only on the evidence you have so far. So, like, right now, the only research you can do is research on, like, ground shaking. So you will get, like, monsters that might cause the ground to shake, but you don't have any other clues informing that research, right? Right. So if you want to go ahead and start getting some ideas, that's totally fine. Um, If you want to spend, like, some of your holds and not all of them, that's okay. Or if you want to say, like, this role represents you being well-armed to answer questions later... And yeah. you gathering relevant research materials and bringing them with you, that's totally fine with me. Yeah, I think And then we can answer gonna, the specific questions as we go. I think I'm going to save my holds and, like, kind of use this as an establishing thing and then bring some kind of stuff, some books in a messenger bag. Cool. It's Love 1996. It. And bring them with me. So for a, a 12 plus, you get three holds and they can be any question, right? Not just the ones on the... Yeah, I believe so. For a I thought, total yeah. success. I thought it was yeah, just it's the, any question. Oh, just I thought it, I thought it was just the ones on the page, unless you like do an advanced. No, uh, it says yeah, but you she may got ask the she got a twelve question, uh, not just the oh, listed okay, ones. Cool. Yeah, because yeah. I got a twelve. Got um, it. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna bring some stuff with me and save my holds for once I have a little more information. Cool. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. So I grab. Some heretofore untitled books mm-hmm. and shove them in the bag, uh, pour some coffee in a travel cup. Love it. And tighten my boot laces. <laughs> Head out the door. All right. Awesome. How am I getting to the ranger station, you ask? <laughs> I wasn't going to belabor the point, but I was curious. That's a good question. Hey, do you think I can have a motorcycle? <laughs> do you want a motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. I feel do. like you would right. definitely have one. Yeah, you for sure got a motorcycle. Because Mariah's not really quite crunchy enough to like be someone who bikes everywhere in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, because we do. We have established before that you have a bike, but I'm fine with you having a motorcycle. You do have to okay. tell me about your motorcycle, though. Like, how cool does it look? Do you have any, like distinguishing okay. characteristics on it um if you what's want, your helmet look like if you want um i have the mobility tag for me uh if you want to like kind of base it off of that what do you mean so m- for my playbook i have a move called mobility i have a truck van or car or i'm guessing motorcycle uh it says uh choose two good things and one bad thing unless you this uh, is just yeah. like an aesthetic thing oh totally so it's hard to start. Like, <laughs> it's not new. What color um, is it? For uh, all the fan red. artists out there? It's red. Like a, like a maroon or like a cherry red or? It's like a, a kind of a darker red. Let me uh, just like drop an image for you guys in the. This is not the exact model because this is a 
the f picture I have chosen here is a 2016 model, so this is not the model, but this is the color. Mm -hmm. I would like something as close to this look mm, as possible. Good luck. That's exactly oh, what I was very yeah, good. Me too. Yeah, that's that's exquisite. And like a black helmet with a bunch of stickers on it. Tell me about some of the stickers. Okay, so some of the stickers on the helmet, you've got, um, let's see. Um, do, 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 do. um, you've got like a, uh, excuse me. Um, I'm just like trying to think of some good merch stuff. That like, would be a fun sticker. Just excuse me. Huh? <laughs> just like, you know, excuse me, just as a sticker, just slapped on your helmet. That'd be fun. <laughs> yes. Like, like fun. Um, so I've got a, <laughs> definitely because this is just the look at this point, one of those little alien heads for sure. Mm -hmm. Got a little flying saucer on there. Got like a kind of paw print of some kind. Very good. Like maybe it's maybe it's like a bear or like something, a paw print. Um something like creaturey. Um and definitely gonna just go ahead and say there's like um like a little like Sasquatch silhouette. Oh very good. Yeah. Mm. And on the back it says uh I break for Bigfoot. Oh good. I was going to say, I do regret to inform you that the lesbian flag was not in existence at this point in time, but uh, the iconography of the Labrys was, so you could have one of those. Ooh, yeah, give me that. Okay. Like, honestly, give me a pride flag on there, too. Yeah, totes. Oh, perfect. It's a very adorned helmet. I love it. All right, perfect. So, um, Okay, great. So that's your vibe. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Great Foley. Perfect. I don't know how to make motorcycle sounds. No, that was good. That was good. I mean, I think you nailed it. I'm on my mom's motorcycle. Vroom, vroom. Get off me, Get motorcycle. Get off my motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it, like, right. it kind of, like, like, putters to life. Like, it's, like. Sure, yeah. It's working hard. <laughs> there we go. That's kind of it. Um, don't laugh at me. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to paint a picture for people at home. It's very good. I'm enjoying the audio design. It's very thorough. Thank you. And um, off I go. Great. So I know I know nothing about motorcycles. Can you tell? Not in the slightest. Did anyone else want to play out anything in the interim or jump ahead to? the entire gang getting together. I do think I would just do like a quick look around like the tree line. Sure. Since I noticed. Yeah, absolutely. Would that be investigate or like read a bad situation? Mm, roll and investigate a mystery for me and we'll see what you might be able to determine here. All right. That's an eight. All right. Pretty good. <laughs> so an investigate a mystery... Hmm. Yeah, like, you can ask any of these questions that you want. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out which will be most useful, like, which one I can realistically give you the most information on. All right. Um, mm, yeah. Well, let me, because I'm, I'm just pulling up the questions. Sure. So let, me, let me do that. This was an investigate? Okay. Uh-huh. 
Hmm. The best one is probably just going to be what happened here. Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to say what is being concealed here, but what happened here? Either Okay, on. either one. Either one of those is fine. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with you. What happened here? Okay, sure. So, what happened here? And let, give me just a second to figure out how to present this to you. Sure. In like a roughly visual way. Mm. Okay, I've got it. All right. So... You're reflecting on what just happened here, and there are a few things that you know about the situation inherently. You know that there was a sudden and entire movement of the earth under your feet, that some incredibly powerful force basically shook the very earth on which you stand, and that it was powerful enough that it moved the entire town, yet there's no noticeable property damage, which indicates to you, I think, as someone who inherently has to have a working knowledge of nature in order for your job, that whatever happened here wasn't necessarily random and wasn't necessarily the result of an epicenter of activity spreading outward. It also wasn't even necessarily something breaking through the surface of the earth, because that would cause some sort of ripple effect or some sort of noticeable pattern somewhere, right? right? So that's not what happened here. You're looking for more clues and you can't quite place your finger on anything in particular, but the movement of the trees catches your eye. And I think you spend a moment looking up at the way the branches sway in the breeze and the way that the forest seems to be overcome with a subtle movement despite you not feeling any wind. And then suddenly you notice something else, which is that you look out on the forest from the same area of the ranger station that you've stood a million times before, taking in the same view and the same trees and the same forest that you've looked at every single day as you go to start your job, for the past eight years. And something about it is different. Mm. Can I... You can't quite place your finger on what? That was going to be my question. (laughs) You can't quite place your finger on what, but you know that you've looked at something a million times and never taken the time to catalog it, Uh and now suddenly something about it has fundamentally changed and is unfamiliar. Okay. The hills are alive. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Hey, everybody, this is your keeper speaking. Thanks so much for tuning in again to A Horror Borealis. We love being here. We love having you here. And we are so glad to share the story that we are sharing every week with you. Welcome to the longest arc of the game so far. Something, something, controlled burn, something, something, forest puns. Anyway, I'll have plenty of folks yelling at me on Twitter once it pops off, so enjoy it while it lasts. Anyway, I wanted to spend just a moment thanking everyone who took the time to nominate us for this year's Audioverse Awards. I have been totally humbled and blown away by the responses, and there's no way to say it that doesn't sound horribly cliche, but it is an honor to be here and to be in such phenomenal company. 
There are some really killer shows and super talented GMs on that list right now, and if you haven't already, you really should take a moment to check those out. Another thing that you should check out is the OneShot Network. As awesome as awards are, and as important as they can be in ensuring longevity and stability for shows which don't have the audience or tenure or privilege of their counterparts, they are nowhere near as crucial to a show's success as things like download numbers, Patreon backers, or just word of mouth. Sharing the things you love with your social media networks is not only a great little ego boost for us, it's also a very real currency in developing exciting new projects and sending the message that you want us to keep making the things we're making. So, next time you pull up a podcatcher, consider trying something new and telling the folks who make it what you loved about it. That's all I've got for you this week, folks. Sorry for the delay in getting this episode out, but thank you so much for your patience as we work to keep making content for you outside of our full-time jobs and personal responsibilities. We truly could not do it without you. As always, the part of Mariah Harris is played by Addison Peacock. The part of Martha Campbell is played by Tim Werner. The part of Siobhan O'Shaughnessy is played by Andrew Giada, who also composed our excellent theme music. And I'm your keeper, Alex Flanagan. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Bye! Hey, Alex. Yeah. I'm not actually, I don't actually want to spend one of my holds right now, but I do have a question for you. Okay. Is it a question I could answer without giving you free information? Do the hills have eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like Siobhan would notice that. No, I know. I just, <laughs> thanks. No, that's why I needed to preface and say I'm not trying to spend a whole place yes. on actually answering this you. question. <laughs> but very good question. Just no, they are in fact silent things. hills. That's just tree beard. Godly laugh. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Tree beard's just you know stretching his legs. All right. Well, I'm I'm good then. If anybody else wants a scene or something, or if we just want. No, I'm good to just like get on over there. Cool. Yeah, I think a a smash cut to everyone. Being all together at the ranger station is the way to go. That was me riding my motorcycle. Love it. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Okay, so um, Siobhan, set the scene for us. You're the one who called everyone up here, so I'm assuming you have set the parameters of this meeting. Yeah, okay. So we're all going to be inside the ranger station, kind of in like the conference room area. There's like a bigger table. Uh, mm-hmm, with like sure. chairs around it and stuff, um, and I say, uh, yeah, thank you all for for coming on such short notice. I know that it's been a hectic couple of days, and this is probably one of the last things we needed. Um, but you all felt that big earthquake, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we definitely did. Okay. Yeah. How do you? not right well yeah but nothing like happened you know like nothing there wasn't any kind of big crack in like the the ground or like no buildings fell over or anything and like that's great don't get me wrong but isn't that just kind of weird so i was wondering if it is i was wondering if well one ranger ben and riley if you had you know noticed it and then if 
Mariah, you knew anything that could like do this, and Martha, if you had felt something uh, that that made this a little more, I guess, clear about what it what happened, what it could be. I mean, I didn't feel anything, but I also haven't tried searching. Okay. Mariah? I was in the library, and I I didn't get to see much. I started looking into some stuff, but I kind of... I don't really want to make any assumptions until I have a little more information. Did anyone see anything? Well, I was outside, just, you know, along the tree line with with Adam Mm. Kennedy when it happened, and all I felt was the earth shake, and then the trees started moving, but... Not like not like moving, but they were like swaying like there was a breeze, but it was kind of dead. There wasn't really any wind, but the tr- that's, the trees were moving like there was some. That's unusual. Okay. Yeah, I would say unusual is a word for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, huh. Yeah, thank you. I didn't know about the trees. Um and there's nothing, no disturbances on the ground, no cracking, like something went in or came out. I mean, or... I've just been up here, so I I haven't seen the rest of town. You guys were down there, right? Did you see anything? No, I didn't see anything. Yeah, it was basically just tremors, and then there was no real damage at all. Well, here, follow me, and I'm going to lead them outside. Okay. And I kind of gesture to all of the trees and say do you notice anything different it's like it's just not the same right not the same how i i don't know i can't put my finger on it but it's like something is different something changed and i don't i don't know what so just I don't I know if Martha I'm just, just looking for things, but... Just like something's a little bit wrong. Yeah, exactly. Just something is wrong. I think Martha just looks over at Ben, just giving like a... Like, do you notice anything? <laughs> I think Ben is keenly observing the tree line, trying to make sense of what Siobhan is saying and sort of has an expression on his face that indicates he thinks he knows what she's talking about, but doesn't have words to put to it. He kind of cocks his head a little bit and says, yeah, I, that's so weird. I, I can't, I can't put my finger on it, but I think it does look different, doesn't it? Um, Siobhan turns to Riley for like confirmation. Is Riley there? I, yeah, Riley is there. I said I called them, but we didn't act out that scene. <laughs> yeah, no, Riley's there. Okay. Um, they don't like early mornings, but they're doing oh. their best. <laughs> oh, bless for being there. <laughs> I turn to them for, like, confirmation. Like, so what, do you know what we're talking about? Can you, like, feel that or see yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I get it. Should we, I don't know, should we do a patrol or go in there would it maybe be easier to notice from the inside well you know what they say you can't see the forest for the trees 
Hey. Yeah. I think I, uh, I want to take, I brought some stuff with me. I start pulling books out of the messenger bag. I want to take a look back at what I was reading kind of with this in mind. Okay, uh, sure. That was also me talking to them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I was also picking up what you were putting down. Oh, thanks. 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 Okay. So now Very I would slick. like to Loved look it. into, I would like to look into, um, like kind of the intersection of the earth shaking combined with feeling of like wrongness or like shifts in Ooh. perception Ooh. and the motion while, of the trees. While we do this, while you do this research, can Riley and Ben and I and Martha, if you want to come to do like a sweep through the area, like into the trees? Yeah, I just totally. think that would be like a cool like cross section. No, yes, I love that. I love it. Let's it do can that. Cut back and forth like a yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly. You know, Great. like they yes. do in the like movies. Like a big oh, picture. <laughs> <laughs> like a picture. It's like in motion pictures. Yeah, that's a very slick visual, and I am so into it. Why don't you set the scene for me of this search or this patrol that you're organizing? Mm-hmm. Tell me how you're going through, what you're looking for in particular. Are you splitting up? Are you staying together? Sure. I think, Martha, are you coming? Or Tim, is Martha yeah, I coming? Can come. I don't know. Yeah. Where does Tim end and Martha begin? <laughs> I don't know. It's like we're the same person or something. Uh, so, yeah, you're coming? Yeah. Uh, I do I do want to try searching for whatever this is. I don't know if I'm able to uh, without knowing exactly what it is. Um, we're literally just going to be like... So so what no, I'm, pic- by, what I'm uh, so so by searching I mean more like uh, using the tune in right, that's or just trying to find some type of like mm-hmm. uh, magical presence. Yeah, you can roll a tune in if you want. Um, I feel like that would be something you would you want to do before you leave or like while you're in the woods. I think probably like as we're going into the woods. Okay. Then let's start this patrol sequence and let's resolve maybe the first of Mariah's questions and then we'll get to that. I'm just trying to figure out what order to do these things in. And I think that's mm-hmm. going to be the most interesting. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. So Siobhan, tell me about how you're directing this Sure. Patrol. So we're going to do like, we're going to spread out by a few feet, but not like out of line of sight with each other and just kind of like walk through, do like kind of a comb through just a little bit of the area. Sure. See if we can see anything or I guess in Martha's sense, sense anything. Um, okay. Or in Martha's Great. case, I guess, sense anything. Okay. Awesome. So that's underway. Mariah, what are you looking for specifically? First, I'm looking for, um, currently I'm looking for sort of, um, like shifts in reality shifts in perception and like maybe like liminal spaces and then seeing if there's any overlap between those subjects and earthquake great um and i just to clarify i think earlier i misspoke and said three holds you get two on a 10 plus i get two. so okay yeah they can be anything um but it you only get two of them not three okay so so that's the first of my holds is just kind of like what are some things that exist at that <clears throat> intersection? What could sure. this possibly be? Um, let me think on the best way to answer that for you. Thank you. you. Give me a, uh, okay, so meanwhile, I'm just going to describe the reading montage. 
Yeah, do it. Give me give me some sick visuals. Okay, so like, uh, like quickly flipping through pages, uh, like the eyes just sort of scanning the page, like skimming, 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 and then stops, folds down the corner of a page, like, oh wow, like there's something in here. Slams that book shut. Opens another book. I have an idea. Takes a sip of takes a sip of a coffee. Page, page, page. Folds down a corner. Takes another sip. Cut mm-hmm. to Mariah standing at the coffee pot of the ranger station while coffee is brewing. And as she's waiting for the <laughs> coffee, she's holding a book open with one hand um, and holding her mug with the other reading. She pours the coffee sitting the while still looking at the book and stirs some sugar in. <laughs> Very um, good. She goes, aha. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> oh, gosh, I love I, it. So I, I don't think... know why this is so funny to me. I'm tickled. It's very good. I love it. I think in terms of the intersection between liminal spaces and physical consequences, you'd be looking at some sort of spirit activity, some sort of like uh, mm. like poltergeist, but on a larger scale. I think you're looking at some sort of mm, widespread force, maybe more than a like singular creature that is being okay. dispersed over a large area maybe mm-hmm. is the way to think about this i think that between what the books have informed and what the space has to offer and what you mariah are seeing um i think that what you're putting together is probably that what you are seeing at work here is probably less of a singular entity and more of an effect, if that makes sense. There's some sort of dispersion of a magical energy occurring over a fairly large radius. Mm. Now, I will say, I don't want to mislead you. It's not to say that there isn't a physical component to what's going on here, because there is. Mm -hmm. Just that what you're experiencing in terms of this overlap between altered states of reality and consequences in the environment, you are probably going to piece together that it has something to do with uh, the larger forces at play here. So it's not like there's one thing that is... Like, for example, we've I've already clarified this off-air. It's not a Mongolian death worm, right? And yes. it's not going to be like a worm-like thing. Like, it's not a one thing causing a series of reactions, it's more of a force at work that is in some way shaping the environment around it. Mm, okay. Or at least that is a component of what you are experiencing. All right. Thank you. That's some helpful information. Mm-hmm. You want to cut to... <laughs> yeah. Tell us more about this, this party here. Sure. I think Siobhan is like trying to like see what's going on up in like the I guess is that called the canopy still if it's not like yeah. a rainforest yeah okay like that's the best way okay to if there's it. anything going on like up in the canopy I think uh Ben and Riley are probably looking more towards like the the ground area and I mm-hmm. don't know what Martha's doing um so after hearing the thing that you and uh Addison were just talking about um, I don't know if it would be more useful for me to use a tune-in roll, or since I have the sight, 
which uh, lets me see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences, if it would be better for me to just start, like, seeing those things? I don't know. Mm, that's interesting. Let me think about that for one second. First, I'm going to give Siobhan something. <gasps> yeah. And gift. <laughs> the gift of observation. Ah. So, Siobhan, you are... Uh, sort of up at the front of this party, I'm imagining would, you're sort of I would of assume heading it up. I, I was kind of picturing we're all like in a line. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if I've pulled ahead, but Okay, then I'll say I think you're probably in the center of it though. Okay. Um you're probably the middle of this line, like sort of guiding where everyone is looking. Sure. Uh sort of in a navigational capacity. And you're looking around, your sights are specifically set upward on the canopy. You're trying to discern any movement you can find in the branches or the leaves. And it's all a very subtle sort of movement going on here. But as a result of that, while your sights are turned upwards, you are startled because you very nearly walk directly into a tree. Hmm. And (laughs) this is unusual to you because at first you're just surprised, right? And you take a step back, but then you realize You've walked this path dozens of times before, this specific route that you've taken, and there's never been a tree in your way. Can I maybe read a bad situation, see where this heckin' tree came from? Or would that just be an <laughs> investigate? Um, I don't really know that you need to do either of those things, actually. Okay. It's not like... There, there's not an immediate threat to you. It's more just like this sort of uncanny things being slightly off. Like you are walking down the same path that you've walked without thinking like nearly every day of your life. I'm sure there have been dozens of times when Siobhan has been on patrol and her mind has been wandering occasionally and basically could navigate this with her eyes closed. Mm-hmm. And you're just finding that in this one circumstance this moment of strangeness while you're looking elsewhere you're there's there's really no other way of putting it there's an obstacle there that wasn't there before and i i think knowing what i know of siobhan she'd be somebody who would trust herself and her abilities enough to think like this is the tree's fault not mine (laughs) oh absolutely (laughs) she would so um, if you want to investigate a mystery or read a bad situation, you can do either of those. Uh-huh. I don't know that there's really much more for you to glean about the situation okay. than that. Okay. Can Do we want to cut back to uh, Mariah? Uh, Mariah, do you have another question you want to investigate? I do. Okay. What is the origin of this force? <laughs> what is the origin of this force? Yeah. Okay. That's an easy one. Uh, the origin of this force is the basically the the magical wellspring at the gates of the Arctic. Oh. So we've talked before about how the gates of the Arctic is geographically sort of the site of one of these very vast reserves of magic that is largely untapped and largely unshaped. That is this right now. This magic is just coming from within the forest, not from a specific location so much as just this place on Earth is full of magical energy. And for whatever reason, 
right now, that energy is affecting the space around it. Mm. Okay. Can we cut back to me? Is that okay? Yes, we can. (laughs) I would like to just reach out and touch the tree. Okay. Sure. You do that. that (laughs) tree. I do that. Okay. Does anything happen? Describe to me you doing this. I want it to kind of be very cinematic in nature. Okay. Like, are you just sort of like slapping it or are you just like <laughs> gingerly reaching out? And Well, no, I, like you said, Siobhan is definitely someone who would blame the tree for being there and not her for not knowing uh-huh. her way around the forest. Um, so I think she takes off one of her, her gloves and she like slowly reaches out and like just kind of touches the tree and lays a hand on it and just kind of leaves it there. And like, Okay. Is it like almost like I don't remember this being here? Is it like real? Is it uh-huh. what is it doing here? So you reach out, your hands meet solid bark. It feels exactly as you would expect a tree to feel. There's nothing about it that feels like anything other than a tree, except that it is. And I hesitate to use this word, but it's really the best one. Maybe slightly warmer to the touch than you would expect. Not in like a way that the tree is hot, but maybe in the way that something which has been in the sunlight. I was about to say that. Okay. Yeah, is warmer to the touch. And I'll give you one more thing, which is I think that Martha, your eye is caught suddenly because out of the corner of your eye, as you see Siobhan reach out and touch this tree, you and only you notice sort of a soft green light playing around her fingertips. Yeah. (laughs) It's not like sparks. It's not any sort of, uh, like, magical light show. It's just maybe sort of a glow that you hadn't noticed before. Um, I'm going to start, like, walking over there. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put... You do that. You walk. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking about, like, what to say. Um, I'm probably, like, as you walk up, I'm, like, putting my glove back on my hand and, like, just, I guess, chalking it up to just being weird that I didn't re- remember this tree being here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I guess instead of saying anything, I'm just going to go up and try to touch the tree as well. So okay. we're uh, we're all touching trees today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Um, Riley kind of looks at both of you and then puts their hand on the tree. Like, <laughs> is this right? <laughs> I take my I glove just, back off and do it again. <laughs> I just I, I wanted to make sure. What's what are you making sure of? Um, Alex, am I seeing more of the the green? Yes, glow? it's very subtle. But as you put your hand onto the tree, you notice this sort of soft green light, uh, maybe glowing around the the places on the bark where your fingertips touch. Okay. And maybe you sort of play with that for a moment and try to figure out what exactly this is. And as you pull off your hand, you don't see it anymore. And as you tap your fingers on it, you notice it again. Um, And as (laughs) the various members of your party are coming over here and doing this, touching this tree, I'm trying to decide who it would be that would notice this. Because I think it's subtle. I don't think it's a... 
We all know that Riley has eyes like a hawk. <laughs> no, Riley has eyes like a Riley. Oh, <laughs> yeah, don't be rude. Sorry. Um. Okay. Yeah, we'll say it's Riley. We'll give Riley a cool thing. Yeah. Which is, you guys are all touching this tree, making contact, and all of a sudden, Riley pulls their hand back and says, "Did you guys hear that? Hear what? It was like a, I don't know, like." thunder or something thunder but it's like you didn't hear anything no No. all i'm seeing i'm just seeing this like green glow around this tree whenever we touch it so wait you're seeing something and you're hearing something yeah i guess so Um, what is this i mean i i thought i heard something i don't know maybe i was just like it could it could have just been me. I, I I don't I don't hear anything now. I'm gonna knock on the tree like I would like a door. Uh, okay, and this time you all hear something, which is you hear a low, subtle rumbling, and it does kind of sound like thunder off in the distance, but it's not distant. It's a sound that's happening around you. It's just at such a frequency that it's almost difficult to discern. Hmm. You almost feel it more than you hear it. Huh. Now, I've been a forest ranger for a long time, and I've never met a tree that did that. (laughs) (laughs) I've never met a tree. Never met a tree that did that. (laughs) 